0: welcome back to the grandstand episode 25 i think it is already this year i'm p money and we got f Knowles in new york what's going on what's up buddy holy shit man those orange flares Sanford did not disappoint this weekend <laughs>
1: um yeah did you did you hear that they told the fans not to bring any flares like what <laughs> what did you ex- really did you think that was actually gonna happen
0: did you think they brought in more flares because they told them not to? 100%. It's like when your mom tells
1: you not to do something so you got to do it because she told you not to. Yeah, it's exactly like that.
0: Oh man, but what a great fucking like Grand Prix. It's, it it looked like a like electro festival, like summer festival
1: basically. Oh, they were playing they were playing like full-blown house music at the end of the sh- at the end of the race, like Tiesto. Like, yeah, well that was also funny, Tiesto waving the the uh the checkered flag at the end. It was also funny too because Tiesto's standing there when Max comes in and he's like trying to give Max a high five and Max is like, "Why am I giving Tiesto a fucking high five right now?" <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know, the most
0: impressive is that Max throughout this whole weekend stayed super calm. Like he could have gone ballistic and just you know really enjoyed his home Grand Prix, but he stayed super serious and yeah, I was really impressed and uh, and Lewis had a. a a few good uh, digs uh, at his haters out there showing up in all orange on Friday or Thursday was. Yeah, that was great. It was a, it was a great chirp. <laughs> I like I that. You sent us to the group. We were like, I know you guys don't like his fashion, but this is pretty good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, yeah, dude, I, I was, what an, what an, what a, what a, what an environment. What a, um, wow. The Dutch fans showed up though. I gotta say like, even though they're all max fans, um, yeah, it was it was an atmosphere. They showed uh, unlike, up like any other race.
0: Yeah, I feel like okay, the two best year, uh, races of the year with fans were Silverstone and Zandvoort. Probably Zandvoort, I think, takes it for me now, because uh, I, I don't know. The Dutch didn't disappoint. They were they were they were cool. They respected Lewis. There was no booing or very minimal compared to like Hungary and the Spa, where he got you know he got it there, um,
1: and which there also was- goes to makes me wonder like are the are the the orange army fans that show up in the other countries, are they actually Dutch? It was just really exciting. Um, I don't know. I, I, Monza might be the only other atmosphere that's like that in normal times. I mean, now it's COVID right now, but um, yeah, I, it, was, it was just, it was rad. So it was great to see. It's if, if we can start getting
0: those atmospheres everywhere in F1, I mean, it's going to be wild. I think the, the Miami grand prix president or promoter, was there and i'm sure he took a lot of notes for for next year's race um obviously the fan was really happy and they didn't boo lewis because lewis didn't win max won at home so uh that probably helped out too but uh yeah let's roll our our intro and uh, get into this roll it
1: a question for all of you except Roman Grosjean it may concern? Fuck you. More ladies in the paddock? Yeah, more 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 paddock access, access to uh, to some women. There's too many dudes. <laughs> I don't really have a lot to comment on that, except that he was being a pussy. This
0: this was a great weekend, but there was a little bit of sad news going in. Um, you know, sad but kind of anticipated is that Kimi Räikkönen is retiring from F1 at the end of the year, and he announced that I think on Thursday, and then on Friday he got COVID.
1: I know what that that was such a bizarre series of events. Yeah, it was uh it was a little wild, and
0: uh, yeah, um, a week off for Kimi and probably, uh, next week as well. So Robert Kubica filled in for him and Kimi had already done all of Friday practice. So Kubica just had an hour of free practice qualifying and raced and he actually did pretty well. All things considered. I thought, (laughs) yeah,
1: considering he'd never, he hasn't raced in an, in alpha Romeo on in a race, right? He's, he's done three FP (laughs) ones in the last two years. (laughs) That's crazy. Dude, he's so, uh, like, he's becoming the ultimate super sub. He's like he's like a Hulk. Yeah,
0: Hulk must be feeling a little pissed that he ain't get yeah. the call. But, uh, but you know, there's still some seats up for grab. But, fucking amazing weekend, as you said. Uh, great, great atmosphere. I think I'm adding it to the list of Grand Prix I want to go to now for sure. Um, and the track, man. Like, not only was the atmosphere great, the track is fucking epic. Yeah, the like track those, turned out like to be a lot quarters. more
1: fun. And exciting than anybody could
0: have anticipated. That that turn three, man. I was like that first time I saw it. I was like, oh man, Noel's gonna love this shit. That bank corner, bank left <laughs> turn. Oh my god. <laughs> it's uh, all right. I mean, this was yeah. this wasn't a chirp. This is more of a like. I, you know, I'm happy that they're they're adding bank corners back into F1. You know, Monza used to have like the biggest bank. Yeah, ever. big one. Big yeah. one. And, you know, funny thing is that, you know, they were talking about the lines all weekend and how drivers are taking these crazy different lines. And the one who got up to speed the quickest was Fernando Alonso, the only one who has Indy experience. Go figure.
1: Hey, you know, I mean, maybe there's something to it there. Maybe there is. And it was fun. The the funny thing is, though, is that, I mean, the the banking in Indy cars is actually less extreme than what we saw at, at Zandvoort. Oh, yeah. Yeah at least the grade is is it's 9% at, at like Indy, for example. I mean, there are some circuits that run high high banks, but I
0: don't know. Oh, it was this... so
1: cool to see like the shots of the cars at an angle. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. What was really interesting is like whoever did set production, um, they somehow managed to get the tire sets like on the banks of turn three without rolling down. And like, it was a great shot and it really showed like just <laughs> How angled um, that that turn was. So, um, yeah, and like seeing the photos of the cars like on the on on the embankment, um, I don't know. It just brought back a certain nostalgia. Yeah, for sure. And you know what uh, Ross Brown said. You know,
0: huge success, obviously. Nineteen percent is what it is there, and which is pretty wild. Wow. Obviously, because it's such a, a small corner too, which is why it's possible, I think. Um, and then the other bang part was like at the end of the lap, and they actually didn't have DRS start. Or, that early because the teams were nervous that it wouldn't work with the bank and Ross Brown said I was sure it would work so next year we're going to do it now that we tested it
1: <laughs> um, yeah I, but- I I was curious like to have DRS on that I mean you have to you have to go pretty slow through that corner um, even though it is banked um, I think oh, turn three through- yes but then there's yeah. like the last uh, oh,
0: second yeah, and last yeah, corner yeah. it's slightly banked not as banked obviously right but- right right so and you know he also said Ross Brown that. Uh, Saudi, the new track, will have a bank corner as well. So, yeah, fucking bring it on. Yeah, Interesting. So, um, yeah, before we get into the race and talk about our title fight here, um, we got some stats. Um, <laughs> it, was, um,
1: it wouldn't be an episode of Grandstand with Pushan if there weren't <laughs> stats.
0: <laughs> oh, of course not, man. Uh, but I'm keeping keep it short this week. Uh, it's uh, Red Bull's 70th pole position max. Guess how many mag- uh, pole positions Max has had in his career? A nice like round number
1: six now, ten. Ten okay, he's racked off. them up in the last, you know,
0: this season, especially. And um, 17th win for Max. Holy shit, and only 23. Lewis, man, I know you're about to get that 100 soon, but
1: this kid's coming for you already. And first win at
0: home, obviously, for Max Verstappen. For this, um,
1: Max actually, I'll throw a stat in there. Max, uh, is has gone the most he's. I think, what was it? Seventeen. said seventeen wins, which is the most of any driver to not win a championship.
0: Oh, you're saying that's the, I, I had that, but I I thought that would be like a an overshare, an overstat, um, you
1: know. Well, Ooh. um, I took your stat from you. Um, <laughs> sorry, I'm not sorry. <laughs> but you know, you know,
0: uh, it's funny because a lot of drivers only have one championship, and in in that, you know, he he fits into that. Kind of average of when drivers do win their first championship,
1: like so, Nico Rosberg.
0: Nico, I think Nico Rosberg had more than twenty when he. Uh, yeah, when he won, he him. did. Whatever, whatever win he finished he with did. is when he had his title. I guess I so. thought there was like a Nico Rosberg
1: chirp in there somewhere, but there wasn't. No, no, he's actually been pretty good recently. No, but, um, yeah, he was. Uh, he has been actually. I got to give it to him. He's been his commentary's been be- been good. But we had Jensen Button this weekend, which um, oh, yeah. always <laughs> good to have him back. I know you loved him. <laughs> yeah, I think I said I was horny for Jensen Button this weekend on multiple occasions. Um, I don't know, dude. He's just he's like playful and his insight is good. Um, he kind of doesn't take Crofty shit either. Um, no, that's which is right. which is something that I really love because Crawfield <laughs> makes some stupid ass puns. Um, like oh, at he? the end of the race, <laughs> oh dude, I don't know if you heard this one. He goes, "There's no verstappen, verstappen." Oh no! Yeah, I'm
0: <laughs> sure he said, "Turn it up to the max" after uh, reading the Heineken commercial. <laughs> oh, he did. Oh,
1: I did not. I
0: did not see oh, any of that. Anyway, God damn it, yeah, I could just picture Jensen like shaking his head and having to mute his mic. <laughs> yeah, he's in the commentator's
1: <laughs> box, just like, what the
0: fuck, dude? <laughs> oh man, it was great to have him back, but fuck, man, it was uh, it's quite the quite the race here. Uh, kind of an old school Grand Prix, like you know, just yeah Max it, versus Lewis battling out. Yeah, it really had an old school feel to it. I think that's a great, great way to phrase it. Very like uh, very reminiscent of like Hakkinen versus Schumacher, and dude, the start. Max's start was just unbelievable. I couldn't believe that first lap. I well, thought we might get some drama there, but no, he was just out.
1: Do you see how there? much he turned into Lewis though? Like just at, in his, in his starting box, dude was basically perpendicular to the track. <laughs> Crazy.
0: You know, and, you know, for a second there on that warm up lap, I thought they were going to delay the race start procedure because of all those flares. Cause you couldn't see shit in the last part of the track there. But I'm, um, uh, after spa dude you know where we had nothing this is a great race and if if only Lewis and Merck had their strategy right we could have had like a a proper duel for the race victory
1: yeah i mean there was there was a point in the race where I really did think Merck could i think it was probably like around midway that I was like maybe you know Merck's strategy plays out here, but that kind of went away pretty quickly once once um Max got ahead of um Valtteri, and then they swapped places. I was like, "Nah, this is over." Yeah, and very
0: quickly, too. I thought maybe because Valtteri made a tiny mistake, and he if he had kept Max for like a lap or two, or just a lap longer, it could have changed things. But in the end, you know, looking at the times, I saw that whenever Lewis tried to do something, Max had a response, and he was way faster. It's just like Red Bull was definitely more suited to this track. And, and yeah, but I I like that Lewis was on full charge the whole time. Like he wasn't dejected and like, all right, I'll just settle for a second. He like Mercedes and Red Bull are pretty much even. And I think I saw Horner say there's like a 10th between those two cars on pure performance now. And it depends on each, like
1: on each
0: track. Yeah. Yeah. They're racing. So that's fucking awesome. Isn't that crazy?
1: Yeah. That's good for us as fans. Um, I mean, I think It's the the championship is becoming so unpredictable at this point. I mean, Red Bull has been on an absolute tear as of late. Um, Holy shit! Yeah, have they? And I'm you're going to be kind of shocked to hear this. I'm starting to become. I'm starting to believe that Red Bull (laughs) Red Bull really could pull this off. I I I mean, we'll see. In the it's so tough. Um, Are you saying you went I think from, like, we have
0: a title battle to, like, Max is the favorite for the title now? Is that what you're saying?
1: Uh, no, I'm not quite saying that. I think we have we okay. we have a title battle, but I'm I'm leaning towards you Red to Bull. <laughs> <Okay>. I'm slightly <laughs> leaning towards Red Bull right now. Uh, Just based on pure what... performance. But um, the way that Lewis drove, even in second place, I think we could start seeing some, like, serious, like, Prost-Senna um you know
0: situations (laughs) oh yeah and this i mean this could get really we still got nine races left this could get really good if they're this close and let's talk about the yeah the second drivers we had you know so you know i think in the end they ended up pitting both mercs uh for safety and also for that fastest lap but before we get to like that little mini drama there botas um you know um, oh, actually, Botas, Verstappen, and Hamilton. That's like that podium, the most uh, the most repeated podium in F1 history. So they added one to their record. I think it's now 18. Wow, really? For you. Um, which might change <laughs> next year, as we'll see in, after we talk about this race. Uh, Botas, man, he um, he could have done a little bit more, but at least he did better than Perez, who had a fucking terrible afternoon. They say that he... Terrible weekend. Fought through and like got driver of the day, but just because he passed two or three cars and sometimes pretty sloppily, I would not agree with that. I think he, um, yeah, he could have definitely, he should have brought home more points. And yeah, he did give us the one of the few passes on track, but it's not. I mean, not driver of the day for me. I mean, we we always take out Max and Lewis from these because they're just on the, in their own league. But fucking Gasly, P four and I was literally P4 just about to say that. Gazu is my driver kidding of weekend,
1: me? dude this guy is on on a tear he has no he has literally no right putting that car in p4 it's like he given, has no given, respect given, for, yeah. for
0: Tenuta. he beats the shit out of him <laughs> so badly
1: <laughs> yeah he kind of does and well i mean yuki had a had a dnf but um i mean what a weekend going into monza i mean he has just been of the last two seasons for me driver of the year just he's got no business doing that
0: and he did it anyway it's kind of like george russell
1: like it's kind of like what george has been doing in the williams except i think to an even bigger degree in some ways yeah uh incredible uh yeah p4 i mean are you
0: kidding me like (laughs) he went in the fifth or sixth fastest car that was awesome i thought uh, I don't think I need I have anything more to say about Perez. Just that he he took his engine penalty, so at least he's got that out of the way, which Max still has to do, and we don't really right. know when that's happening. Uh, Ferrari had a pretty decent weekend here, um, and yeah, especially when McLaren, McLaren like was really off the pace this weekend.
1: Yeah, McLaren had no answers. Um, Norris, I was like, yeah, Ooh, I God. mean, and even just like on track battles. Um, McLaren was kind of fucking nowhere, uh, like really just, they were. I don't want to say nowhere, but they definitely not um, where they have been uh, in 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 races past. I just this could this could ultimately like these these couple this this little rough patch, um, could really hurt McLaren if they don't if they don't show up at Monza. Um, yeah. Ferrari Ferrari could take that that P three.
0: Yeah, and I mean, Ferrari's in uh, is ahead of them now, and they scored double points for Ferrari. I mean, Norris scored one point, but that's clearly... Like, I mean, we expect him to finish in the top five. If Gasly finishes fourth, you would expect Norris to be at least P3 or maybe just P5 behind him, and he finished P10. And also, you know, he had to fight his way through the field, and there's a bit of team orders because he was faster with Danny Rick. So, they, yeah, they finished 10 and 11, and Ferrari 5 and 7 with Alonso stealing... That six plays on the last lap from uh, science. I don't know if you saw that, but I went back and watched it on um, F1 TV, and it was a fucking Alonso move. Crazy, just just around the outside. Crazy Alonso uh,
1: aggression, and dude, no one Fernando it was on. also yeah driving like an absolute monster. Like one of the I, I, only I, I, people who could, one of the only people who could probably do those those like have the balls to do a pass on the outside the way that he did. Yeah, you
0: saw that first lap when, you know, there was a bit of like uh, battling going on, a bit of touching, and uh, he just took like the out, the high line on that T3 and ended up passing two cars. And that's just vintage Alonso for me.
1: Well, what I really liked about this circuit is that it took a little bit longer, too, for the cars to start to Constantina. Um, you know mm-hmm. where they, they they stretched out a little bit on um or spaced out a little bit on track. So within the first 3 laps and also um, DRS wasn't in, um wasn't activated until lap 3 or after lap 3. So yeah, which it is played longer in, than usual, yeah. Right, it's usually the first 2 laps. Um so I you know we we as fans got some really fun battles in the first three races first three laps. Um and yeah, dude, I mean the balls on Alonzo. Just <laughs> <Yeah>. los cojones. <laughs> Man. Yeah. It's about those little Spanish as I know. <laughs> and una cerveza, por favor. <laughs> yeah. Of course. Una cerveza, porfa.
0: Yeah. Oh, porfa. Oh, oh yeah, fucking all right, you know, uh, you know <laughs> super super local, dude. <laughs> oh, and you know, we we usually don't like give credit in the midfield for uh you know that easily but you know who, who really stood out for me was Giovinazzi. also on saturday only though
1: he had a, yeah i mean he had a decent weekend
0: um p7 on the grid fucking yeah. wild qualifying
1: um, and... i think he's he's still kind of fighting for his spot at 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 Alpha or Alpha romeo um definitely yeah you know i know they want an italian driver there but if the italian driver isn't putting in the results then you got to say adios um or Arrivederci. <laughs> um, yeah, there you go. <laughs> you got to say it like, uh, you know, Inglourious Bastards. <laughs> yeah. Arrivederci.
0: Uh,
1: <laughs> gorlami. Um, Buongiorno. Um, all right, is that enough? Anyone? Yeah, yeah, that's good. Perfect because we're going to have Monza too. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm practicing my Italian. Um, but yeah, man, I, I think with Valtteri at Alfa Romeo. And oh, oh, so all right. We we're going to save that for the oh. end, but okay. Oh yeah. Sorry, so sorry. it was also announced a little, little that bit of a yeah sneaker there. Sorry. <laughs> that
0: boats has signed a multi-year deal at Alpha Romeo. So one fin goes out, another one comes in.
1: Yeah, uh, Fred Vassour has a thing for fins. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> I, don't I mean guess that so. in like a
1: weird way. It's just it's, what if you know <laughs> he just likes Finnish drivers.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I'll leave i'll leave it at that for the for that comment but i think he also worked with botas in um in f3 yeah gp3 f3 yep gp3 that's right um that you know what doesn't it doesn't fare well for our boy hulk that we mentioned earlier because
1: i don't think we're gonna see a good yeah Yeah. i don't i mean i i think i don't think we're gonna see hulk back in f1 not feeling it at at this point
0: Well, you know, it did kind of lead to other uh, driver announcements. But before we go into that, um, I just want to mention this quick, like, a little bit of drama going on at the end there, Mm -hmm. uh, or at the beginning of the race, between the two Haas drivers. When um, It actually goes back to qualifying when Mazepin tried to overtake uh, Mick, and he almost, like, made a huge mess of it, and Vettel was behind them, and they almost all crashed together. It turns out that Haas had allowed Mick to pass Mazepin, and they didn't tell Mazepin, so... I think better communication there, but in the race, in the first, I think second lap, I think it was Mazepin. the first lap. It was
1: at the end of the first lap. Oh, in the
0: first lap, Mick yeah. had the speed and had the toe on him, moved to the left, then moved to the right, and Mazepin almost,
1: you know, puts him in the Collected pit lane, him. basically, yeah, dude, yeah, right into the pit lane barrier. Well, apparently yeah. they're not they're not on good terms. Period. Like Mick has no. very little respect for for Nikita, um, and I guess they won't even like they can't even they can barely do meetings together like it's it's fairly toxic environment between the two of them
0: yeah and i mean i i am a shumi fanboy of course uh, but also this is not new for mazapin like they were teammates in in junior categories too and mazapin was always like you know wants to be the bad boy i guess and i don't know I, i i do think that they're trying to beat each other which is great and as Mick says you know there's you know there's a proper way to do it you know there's etiquette and you know don't put me in a wall at 300 kilometers an hour basically as a teammate so i yeah looking at the driver market and what Botas's has you know uh moved to alpha means maybe split those two up you know maybe put one of them put Mick in alpha romeo and put a new driver at haas i don't know uh, that it's not going to end well i think
1: i think valtteri and mick would be a great dynamic personally right um, yeah. I think Valtteri's got the experience to really help Mick. I think they're very, mm-hmm. they actually personality-wise are very similar. At least, um, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah, they're super calm. They're very calm guys, like not very outspoken. Um, you know, at least they're public project, you know, they're, how they project themselves publicly. But I think that would be, I think, an ideal matchup for Alpha Romeo. Um, I you would know, you've love got that, you bring yeah. in the Shumi name. You've got an experienced driver in Valtteri. See where it goes, you know. Fred, take a chance. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? It it could happen.
0: It could happen. You can also you can perhaps even throw Giovinazzi at Haas. You know, uh, he's still a Ferrari
1: <laughs> car. Uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know.
0: But so we got Giovinazzi we'll fighting. us. actually, <laughs> not to like, <laughs> not
1: to get too Ooh. far deep into the rumors and the the silly season. But oh, speaking we'll of rumors, Haas is isn't... around.
0: Speaking of rumors, this is silly season, but going like a few years uh, in the future, uh, apparently Mario Andretti is thinking about buying Sauber, aka Alfa Romeo, for
1: 2023. Mario or Michael or just Andretti in general, the Andretti Ooh, Autosport family.
0: Actually, I'll take back the Mario. I, I just saw Andretti, so I think it's the. Uh, it's probably just Andretti Autosport. Uh, yeah, yeah, that that correct. That would be crazy. That would be really interesting. I mean, that definitely has more of a link to F1 than fucking Haas does, you know.
1: Um, yeah, um, and, you know, they're, they're Russian state sponsors. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> All right, so... The oligarchs. <laughs> should we should just got call the team oligarchs is what they should just call it at this point.
0: <sighs> they should just man up and give Mazapin the boot. Um, speak- <laughs> so speaking of boot, we got Botas got the boot from Mercedes. He goes to Alfa Romeo the Alpha Tauri boys, both of them, Tsunoda and Gasly, are confirmed for next year, and then we finally get what we've been waiting for. Uh, Russell is announced at Mercedes. I think they handled that situation really well. They did it very gracefully for Valtteri. They let him announce it first, and then they go, you know, they announced Russell. And then today we also got the news that Albon signed for Williams. So everybody's happy. We got the, the He's trio back. going to have sign an NDA. Dude, I think Toto Wolff was saying that Red Bull's got to release
1: him from his contract. They have to. I don't see how that can work. How does? It, I mean, he's a, he's. I don't know how long his contract goes, still, But with Red Bull, but I can't imagine Mercedes is going to want someone like him who's grown up in the Red Bull family. You know, th- there's got to be some part of his his agreement where like he's got to be under contract not to say anything. I don't know. It, and he's got to get rid of that Red Bull contract. It doesn't make I don't know what the details will be, but if I were Toto, yeah. I'd be like yeah, you're not going to uh, you're not going to share any information with them. And your Red well, it's it's going to probably come from the fact that they Red Bull they're going to um void his Red Bull contract. Yeah, and uh, I'm I'm pretty
0: sure Toto will make sure that that happens. And you know what? Uh, Latifi also got his contract extended. So now there basically is the Haas drivers that haven't been confirmed and one seated at Alfa Romeo. That's all that's left for next year, and after all this talk this whole year, now that it's happened, it's like, well, okay, now let's let's bring on twenty twenty two. But we still got a huge title fight uh, this year, but super happy for for George, obviously. But I think we'll have ample time
1: to get into that later because we still have yeah. half
0: a season uh, to get through. Yeah, uh, I think in we, terms we, of
1: we cover that in the uh, in the off season reviews. Discussions. Oh, for sure,
0: and a little bit here and there because I think you know it'll start. I think people are going to start talking about this. So in terms of, you know, title fight, we also got the stand championship, <laughs> <Yeah>. for, um, <laughs> in which it was really tight until this race. I kind of got a, a DNF here for, on, on my part with a zero points. And you actually called max pole and max victory. So that's plus 20 for you, sir. Well done. And you are now at 167 to 140. Ouch.
1: Ouch! Ouch! Yeah, I mean, it could be debated that Mazepin had the Grosjean moment, the Gromo, um, but it wasn't. It wasn't enough of an error. It's fine.
0: Oh, I, I, it didn't even cross my mind. Don't, even try it. don't <laughs> <Okay>. you dare. <laughs>
1: Just throwing it out there.
0: <laughs> Yo, you're trying like Red Bull's trying, you know. All right. <laughs> what? I was actually I was actually referring to something. Uh so Red Bull's also good that we didn't talk about, but I was reading about earlier, so there's more of like something in my mind. But Red Bull and Mercedes have been going back and forth talking to the FIA. And Red Bull has been, you know, you know you get the FIA and the team conversation. Red Bull was like basically ratting on Merck saying, Oh, they're keeping their tire blankets on longer than they're allowed to. So they're trying to basically get, you know, Merck penalty points or you know yeah. what's new that was that reference the little oh. political games got it but don't you try you're not getting those points because was no <laughs> all right fine it, fine uh, fine i've already got, already,
1: yeah. already acknowledged it it's fine t- 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 don't get greedy.
0: oh what do we think about that fastest lab situation where in the end botas very, gets the. i was pretty happy
1: lab? i was pretty happy with valtteri for just saying fuck you guys i'm going for it yeah and but ultimately he also just got it yeah,
0: but he also like uh, lifted on the straight to make sure Lewis would get it right. Anyway, yeah, some
1: people... I don't know. It was kind of it was weird. Um, it's like he. Risky. It's it's almost like he he was like he had he was like well screw you guys I'm 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 going for it and then like he felt bad and was like well I guess not <laughs> you know I mean either way the uh, team would have gotten the points so uh, right but, but you know in the championship. You know, for the for the driver's title, it, it means more for Lewis to get the point. And that's ultimately why Valtteri is a good teammate.
0: Yeah. Not only did he... They say, we're not going for fastest lap. And I love how Valtteri asked why. And, you know, we all knew the answer. <laughs> you know, come on. Come on, Valtteri. And right. then we got the whole um, Valtteri, it's James. And, you know, I don't know if that's the last time. But, you know, I enjoyed that moment thoroughly.
1: That was... I mean, when, when they played that audio message or that radio message um, from from james i was like oh god like here we go <laughs> I, I wonder if george is gonna get those next year george
0: is james oh here we go again uh but we have time for that um but before that man we got this is like number three of this triple header and we're going to Monza this weekend man uh big track big weekend big track uh where gasly won 12 months ago uh and it is your turn sir to give us your Predictions. Mm-hmm.
1: What uh, you got? Well, speaking of predictions, I do not think this race is going to be as unpredictable as last year. Um, so I'm going to go – I'm actually – I think Merck takes this weekend. I'm going Merck – or Hamilton P1, or Paul. I'm going Ham P1. Saying P2. Max P2. Yep. Um Valtteri P3 I feel like Checo's got to have a result. So I'm going to go Checo P4. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: he he needs to show why he ga- was given another year I'm, and
1: Gasly wasn't. I'm going to go Gasly P5.
0: Shit. Wow. Mm-hmm. Going back to where I he Feel wanted. really
1: good about this too.
0: Yeah. That's that's pretty good. Um and um, then
1: Gromo, I'm going to stick with Mazepin.
0: Okay, not? yeah, why not? Um, okay, mine is actually pretty similar to yours. Um, I was gonna, I was gonna put Hamilton on pole, Hamilton victory, for Stappen, uh P two. I think I'm gonna switch. I'm gonna put P three for Perez, P four for Valtteri, and I think P five. I gotta go for you know, I gotta go for Ferrari driver at least get a good top five, and I would put Leclerc there and the gromo for me i'm going to go for to i don't know why i keep going back to him <laughs> i have nothing against the guy just as you know he's cursing at times but it's it's
1: cuz he's a rookie
0: yeah it's just you never know you um wait so you went from mazapin every, every time i don't go for mazapin i feel like i'm making a big mistake but yeah We'll find out. And, oh, we're, we're going to get um, round two of sprint qualifying or sprint race or whatever the you want to call it. Yeah, I'm actually
1: yeah. super stoked for that. Yeah, so
0: basically, just to keep in mind, whoever uh, pole is going to be, whoever wins that race. So that's also to factor in. But I'm not changing mine, my predictions here.
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I, I'm i really excited to see how the sprint format plays out at monza i think that's going to be fun for all of us
0: yeah let's let's hope so man and uh, let's hope the tifosi enjoy this um is confirmed for this race so we're going to see him for a second race in a row Mm -hmm. uh which is which is cool i think he deserves that and you know we didn't uh i i will give a little bit of a, a quote of the week to him he said it felt like it was the first time he's raced in f1 since his rally accident because Back when he was at Williams that year with Russell, he couldn't really fight with anyone but Russell. And he actually pulled a few moves, and he passed Latifi on the, in the end to P15, actually. So pretty strong result from Kubica, all things considered. So uh, I think it's awesome that we're going to see him race one more time in Monza. And yeah, um, Monza, uh, another classic track. Uh, if you want to get some of our classic posters, just check out our website. You know it uh thegrandsonf1.com. Follow us on Instagram, social media, Twitter, all that stuff. And uh yeah, from f Mills and I, we will see you after Monza. Andiamo.